0: ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty presenting the Drive. Elmore D. Left side three is good from thirty feet. John Elmore. The
1: Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Wednesday, June fifth edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories, the original light beer. So we've got a lot of basketball to get into this hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to hear from Jansen Williams. He's um, not only... Our summer intern, but he's also a basketball player for a collegiate basketball team. He plays basketball for Marshall University. I don't know if you've heard of him or Marshall, but uh, hey, there's a big change today. That uh, That's why we're going to get Jansen to come on uh, and talk to us here in a few minutes. Because the NCAA uh, Playing Rules Oversight Panel approved the proposal today to move back the men's Basketball three-point line in college basketball to the international basketball distance of 22 feet and one and three fourth inches. So that means got to step back now. You're a little further from the, the basket now. Since 2008, the three-point line has been at 20 feet and nine inches from the center of the basket. Now this isn't something that they just decided they were going to do. Rules Committee has actually been testing the last couple of years the three-point distance, and they've been doing it in the NIT past couple of years. And they thought, okay, let's see what this does. Let's, let's experiment with it. And their results show that the distance was sort of negligible. Teams in the NIT converted long-range attempts at 33% compared to the 35.2% mark in the regular season so they're feeling there's not that much of a difference just maybe a percentage or two and the reason they feel they should go to this because the lane's going to open up now for dribble passes and drives and it's going to help in offensive spacing defenses are going to have to defend more of the floor and they're also trying to slow down the three point shot in college hoops because The three-point shot has been more and more been the go-to shot, and we can go back on the internet, and I think we can find that speech somewhere, the Dan D'Antoni Danalytics speech, where he just went on this uh, long, well-thought-out, off-the-top-of-his-head journey into why Marshall plays basketball the way they do, so... We're going to talk to Jansen in a few minutes, get his thoughts. I've been talking to him already, and I'm kind of curious. So, what's the game going to be like now? Does Marshall adjust? Does Marshall do something a little different? Or does this just play into the style of basketball that Dan D'Antoni's been bringing to the Thundering Herd for several years? I mean, you're at the international, basically, you're, you're playing NBA basketball now. So, does this make the college game more like the NBA game? Which. Wouldn't be a bad thing, especially since a lot of these young men, their aspirations are to play at the next level. And so you're playing the game closer to what they will experience in the pros. NBA, of course, its own beast, completely different animal. But if you can get the games closer to the same rule set, it's advantageous to the players and opens things up. Maybe makes the game a lot more fun. I mean, you've got your rules differences of course college and pro and football there are the rule differences but in basketball It feels like you can get the rules close enough to each other where there really isn't that much of a difference, and it's not detrimental, and you might see yeah, Marshall's inside game all of a sudden is freed up a little bit more. So Jansen's going to join us here in a few minutes. We'll talk to him, get his thoughts, his early impressions on what's that mean for his game and the style of basketball that Marshall plays. Also, we'll get your phone calls in as well. We've got a light night in sports as far as we're concerned because
0: coming up tonight, it's Game 3. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Welcome back to the Wednesday, June 5th edition. The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite. Hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. The original light beer at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. So the men's college basketball three-point line being pushed back next season. It's going to the international distance of 22 feet and one in three, four inches. Rule changed because they're trying to open up the floor a little bit more they're trying to slow down the proliferation of the three-point shot a lot of reasons and one team that takes advantage of the three-point line a lot the Marshall University Thundering Herd and uh, one of our uh, guests on the program today summer intern here with us and he's also uh, one of the key members coming back to the uh, Thundering Herd for the upcoming basketball season Jansen Williams uh, in studio with us and your first thought when because everyone's asked you hey what do you think the three-point lines being moved i'm sure it's been a broken record since you found out absolutely
2: uh so i found out about three four days ago that there was going to be some kind of change with the uh with the distance with the three-point line to be farther away and you know i didn't believe it i was like wow it's just that's weird why would we do that um my way of thinking uh, i'm thinking for the ncaa um their reasoning is i'm guessing they want to have more basketball like it used to be. Um, now we take advantage of the three-point line. Uh, NBA's three-point line. They All they do is shoot threes. I mean, it's, more points, easier to win. Um, and I guess, like I think you said, the, in, uh, the NIT took advantage of it, and they tried and they tested it out and yeah. tested the waters, and it was uh, three, 33% in the NIT? If,
1: yeah, it was maybe just a few percentage A few percentage differences. differences. Yeah, so, so
2: they saw, big. I'm guessing they saw that, There wasn't that much of a difference but with the lower percentage of three-point line or a three-point percentage there could be more chances of you know more basketball than just the three-point line than just threes more shots coming off the rim more rebounding um the more basketball in the in, in the Scheme of things, you know, if you know, what I'm, you know yeah, you've frost. got more floor action. Absolutely. You're
1: not uh, playing just the perimeter. Absolutely. What um, does that do for the style of basketball Marshall plays?
2: The style of obviously, if uh, if you're familiar with Marshall basketball, our our style of pl- our style of play is uh, as of the Rockets. Uh, coach Tony, my coach, um, his brother is the head coach of the Rockets, um, and we, we we try to mimic their kind of offense, which is uh if you can hit three, if you're a good shooter, and even if you're not a good shooter. If you're open, shoot the ball. It's a three-point line. Um, there's a bunch of different percentages he gave in one of his interviews, and um, couldn't tell you what those percentages are. Uh, but the three-point line is, is devastating if you're if you're good at shooting from that from that point. Um, and we try and take advantage of that. By doing that, it also brings the defense out and uh, spreads them out a little bit more. So with the three-point line being back. Um, the defense can spread out a little bit more because we're good. We're we're pretty decent. Uh, okay, we're good. We're good at the shooting three. Um, so defense will be able to scoot back or spread out a little bit more, which will open up the inside game uh, for a guy named Iron Bennett, uh, our new recruit. He uh, broke his foot last. or broke a bone in his foot last year. Uh, I think it was the Texas A&M game early, early in the season. Um, broke his foot, but the guy's huge. Uh, they called him Baby Shaq. And with the three-point line being spread out, I think it would help us out a lot with the uh, the defense spreading out and giving him the ball on the inside.
1: You see this as an advantage to your game?
2: I think this is <laughs> well. I gotta start scooting back a little bit when I shoot, obviously, uh, to get a little get used to it. But we had a we had a little bit of a introduction to this new rule because um, in August of last year, we went to the Bahamas and played a little tournament in the Bahamas. Um, and the, the rules there were, were different. It was the international rules, uh, like eight seconds, getting the ball across half court instead of ten. Uh, the three-point line was obviously moved back. And um, we, we handled it pretty well. Um, but it's, it's, basketball is all about a game of, of percentages. And, you know, if you're not comfortable with where you're standing, um, you got to work on your game, obviously. And, and that's what I'm going to have to do work on my game. I'm, I'm a, I like to shoot the three ball, and I'm, I'm decent at it. That uh, it's it's going to affect me obviously, and it's going to affect everybody else. But I think I'll I'll handle handle it just fine. I think everybody else will too on this team.
1: Different rule change as well to the shot clock. So if you get an offensive rebound, what <laughs> I did not even uh, here we, this. we go. Wow, yeah, well, this is great. Look at you're, this. You're your honest reaction to all Absolutely. this. Absolutely. So the committee also accepted a recommendation. They're going to reset the shot clock now after <laughs> an offensive rebound. It's going to be reset to 20 seconds, so you get an offensive rebound, 20 seconds. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> how, how you feel about that?
2: I, well, can't really do nothing about it except adjust. Um, it's going to definitely speed up the game, and with the three-point line and the shot clock, they're going to get to see a lot more about what basketball really is, and I think that's what their, their mission in this the NCAA, their mission is. Uh, with all these rule changes is there any more please yes. let me know Th- there oh, are more changes gracious
1: are you ready for these
2: yeah i guess okay
1: um first of all uh, this one you don't have to worry about because you're not the type of player i got to worry about this oh that's good that's but, good to hear <laughs> um, players being assessed technical fouls for using derogatory language about an opponent's race ethnicity religion gender sexual orientation or disability so okay. you don't have to worry about that. You're not that Absolutely kind of player. Not. Absolutely not. So you you can breathe easy there. Uh, there's also a rule change. It was approved today that uh, they're going to allow coaches to call live ball timeouts in the last two minutes of what? the second half and overtime. What?
2: Wow, that's going to change a lot of stuff. That's going to be interesting. How, that's going to be very interesting. How do you see that in play? I mean, you think if it's a it's a close game, uh, whoever you want to imagine the two teams, it's a it's a very close game. Fast break, mid-fast break, under two minutes. You gotta score, or you gotta you gotta defend a certain way, or, or it's it's in the heat of the moment, and you hear the whistle. Boop, timeout. Oh well, well, we're in the middle of trying to trying to you know do something right now. It's it's very under two minutes. I mean, I'm that blows my mind. But I mean, I guess we can't obviously do that except just to adjust. So
1: last two minutes of the second half and overtime
2: and overtime. Yes. Well, that'll be interesting. I'm Hopefully you guys tune in and get excited about that because it's just going to make the game more fun, honestly, but it's going to suck <laughs> for us.
1: Here's another one. This one you shouldn't have to worry about too much unless um, you're on the wrong end of this. Okay. Um, conducting instant replay review for goaltending or basket interference calls in the final two minutes of the second half in overtime.
2: Okay. that's We did that, I think, um, not last year, two years ago. We played in... March Madness, and I think that's for, for normal games too, um, under the, t- or after the two minute mark in the second half, almost everything is replayed, or uh, reviewed, reviewable without a coach's decision, or it's the refs will go and take a look at it. Um, that's good though, with, the uh, goaltending, um, I don't see much of a problem with that, honestly, um, it's usually an on-site call and you just go with it, um, but it's just going to waste more time with the with the gameplay.
1: So the big changes are the shot line, the twenty seconds uh, rebound clock, for offensive board, and uh, timeouts.
2: That, tec- that t- technical foul for some people, you know, some people remain. I'm pretty nice though.
1: I'm I'm not. What's it like on the court? Mean. Have you heard a lot of people who oh, would uh, oh be yeah. offenders
2: and get a t today? Absolutely, absolutely. But it's all a mindset. Um, usually after the game, it's. We we're both here for a reason. We we're both trying to win. There's there's usually no hard feelings. It's just in, in the anything can throw you off at any point in, in a game, especially if it's a close game. Um, some people eat it up. I eat it up. I love it. So you can talk to me all you want to. I'm going to shine, I promise. But uh, some people don't. Some people shut down. So um, a ref hearing that, usually they'll give us a warning. Um, the refs are really good in Commerce USA. Um, they talk to us and be like, "Hey, watch, watch this," or "Hey, watch that" before we call call a foul. But um, we'll we'll have to see how they adjust to to the uh, derogatory language and uh, calling out somebody and getting a technical foul that. So
1: Is that really prevalent or is it just a uh, fringe as far as you know, that type of trash talk? It, that's not normal,
2: honestly. I, I, especially since I've been in college, it's, it's not very normal. It's not very occasional. Um, it doesn't happen a lot. I don't think it's ever happened al- at all, honestly. And if it is, it's in the heat of the moment and it's not, it's nothing personal at all it's just in the moment and it's just that's just basketball that's always I mean imagine uh Larry Bird and Shaq uh all 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 of them they were fighting on the court getting away with it basically fighting um some of me does wish they'd let us do our thing because that's just how people were playing some people were grown to play um I mean I wish they would let us play a little bit more and that goes with the fouls too but I mean like that's every ref is different and you can't really get away with that. But with the with the language we're in college. I mean obviously you're not gonna have the best language. Obviously. Um but I do. I have the best language in the world. I don't no, I don't do none of that. Yeah, not, not to worry about at all. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Model no, uh, basketball player uh, out there. Exactly. Um but it's just that some people just gotta realize it's just just the games, game flow. Um we don't you we know, don't we rarely get in fights and if we do we just yell at each other, so I can understand where they're coming from with that, though,
1: 100%. I still like your facial expression. I can't translate that. Just you know, when I said <laughs> the shot clock changes the 20 seconds on an offensive. I board. just gets
2: quick. And if you get the offensive rebound, usually you get get the rebound. And you're like, okay, we got a we got a whole shot clock. We're good now. We get we can draw up draw up a play or the point guard or whoever that is leading the team can call out what they want to do. And it's time to take a break. We got the offense rebound. And now I'm I'm that's 10 seconds off. That's a lot. That's a lot of time in basketball. Um. You saw that you said that and I just pictured myself getting the rebound and seeing twenty seconds, oh we gotta go, we gotta go. So it'll be different. We just gotta adjust to it. We really can't do anything about it. But
1: Do you see coach adjusting his style of play? Because you guys are like a loaded weapon. You shoot. Absolutely. And then you shoot again. Yeah, and then we pick and roll you when you come and out roll. and guard
2: us. Absolutely. And I don't think he's gonna change it a thing with the with the style of play that we that we have. Um, like I said, we we mimic the rockets, and we 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 honestly mimic most of the NBA teams and their styles because that's that's how how it is, and that's kind of how college is becoming, is more of NBA driven. Um, their three point line is in Egypt. I, I I was on the court, and I was like, wow <laughs> this is far. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think Coach Dan is going to do anything. I think he's going to be preaching the exact same thing he preached to us. Uh, when we first came here, and, the, and when he first came here, um, it's it's the Dan Dan's way, or the Dan, T- Dan Tony's way, and it has not done us wrong. It's done us right, um, and it's done his brother right. So, and they, they, I I think it was their father who introduced that style of that style of gameplay to them. So, <clears throat> so I don't see him changing a thing. Honestly, I think it's going to help us out. Everything that's happening right now, except the 20 seconds, that's going to that's gonna, that's going to be weird, but um we got we got athletes on the team everybody I think everybody's gonna enjoy it and I think everybody's gonna flourish with it it's gonna it's gonna be a success because there's nothing we can really do about it it's gonna adjust so
1: I think he's salivating. you look at these rules like okay
2: Uh it's just it's a new challenge I mean, it's it's something new we get to we get to get excited about I and mean, obviously we hear new recruits getting recruited to whoever or somebody in our conference or we get new recruits I mean it'll be like new hype or something like that but now we get to see you know if you're some teams in Conference USA are not three-point shooting teams and they're not focused on getting that three-point shot because some teams don't do that. Sometimes, some teams try and drive in the post, that's their game play, that's the way their coach is teaching them how to do it. Um, we see this and it, it's, you know, we, we scout every team and we scout them to the T. Each player know their weaknesses, know their strengths, uh, how to guard them, what to do, all that. Um, It'll be interesting to see how some of these non-shooters in Converse USA how they adjust to it, and how we can adjust to that. Knowing that they're they're not you know, the best shooters in the world, um, maybe we can step back a little bit, let them do their thing. And and, and some shooters aren't going to agree with this. Their their muscle memory is just set, so it's going to be different. Um, honestly, for me though, I think I'm going to be just fine.
1: <laughs> just fine. Jason Williams joining us. And he's of course our summer intern. He'll be on the show a lot, and he'll be part of this uh, program uh, off and on. And I know it was interesting just to see his facial expressions when I drop these <laughs> rules. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to see Brand how uh, no how idea. coach how coach reacts because you know him. You get him in a, in a conversation, and let's just make up a team. Say you're playing Western Kentucky. Okay. Hey, hey coach. Of
2: course, we choose Western, but go ahead. Yeah. that's
1: fine. Hey, coach. Um, yeah, you play in Western Kentucky this week, uh, you know, what do you seen him on film, what do you think about him? And he's going to act like he's never seen the film. Absolutely. And he's going to tell you that we're just going to go out, we're going to play our game. Absolutely. And That's the same thing. He, yeah. yeah every time. We're just going to go out there, we're going to shoot, we're going to shoot some more, we're going to shoot some more, and, and then when you guys have a good defensive game, he's going to chastise us because, you know, we leave the D out of Dan Tony sometimes. Mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. You know, you're telling me, "Hey, no, we're scouting players. We've got film study and all this oh, here." Yeah, yeah, it's completely different coming from you. You're telling me what's happening, and then Dan's like, "Oh, yeah, We're just going to go out there. We're just going to shoot the ball yeah. around. We're going to play hillbilly ball. That's, we're going to bounce the ball. It's all do."
2: That's Dan. That's Dan, though. That's that's he's very very personable. Um, to the point, though. Um, but when I when I say the the scouting part, that's that's everybody. It's some yeah some teams go and like have study sessions to to. To know the, who they're going to be guarding. Like if you're a post player, and you're playing this whoever team, whoever's a ODU, uh, Old Dominion University, and we're playing them, they're going to scout us, and we're going to scout them to the tee. And depending on their coaching style and their coaching staff and how they run things, you could have study sessions. I've know I've know people. Uh, shoot, Texas, Georgia, uh, Virginia, all of them are have study sessions. That they'll have tests. On who this uh, the the opponent and and who who's their star players uh, what are their percentages uh, mid range shot or what are their free throw percentage what are they good at what are they not good at so it's it's tough because we also go to school too but but Dan, or you have to Dan, be a student
1: you gotta be a student too yeah, yeah. yeah. we athlete. travel
2: then an athlete second exactly. And, and
1: are you, you're on Facebook, Twitter, scouting these guys out, trying to find out everything about them. <laughs> no. where they ate, what they had for, <laughs> what lunch. They have for lunch, if they broke up with a girlfriend, <laughs> does that come
2: up? Then we can start using the derogatory, but right. not yeah, do that. Hey, your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, is that derogatory? Point I point out that yeah, You broke up
2: with somebody? That's... See, in high school, it was bad. In high school, we had if, – if, if our student section – I'm from Georgia, Atlanta. Um, if my high school found out that somebody on the opposing team – and everybody's on Twitter, everybody's on social media, everything. So you can easily find out if you've, you know, gotten, you know broke up with a, with a girl or something like that. Um, my student section at my high school would take advantage of that, make posters, fat heads, everything just to get on that player's nerves. And to affect his game.
1: See, that's what marshall
2: students need we to do. We need Marshall. We need a Marshall student section. Absolutely. That would make the biggest difference in the world. And the last, the last CIT, the championship game. The reason why we won that game was because of the crowd we had. That was the biggest, best crowd I've ever seen at Marshall.
1: how do you get them back? I mean, because you know, uh, students are our students. They they're college students yeah. too.
2: they're college students. Yeah, they're, so. they're
1: college students. It's, for some places, they camp out for basketball Absolutely. tickets. Yeah, you know, For Marshall, you, know, you don't have exactly that Cameron Crazies mentality, but it would be yeah. great if you had, like on a smaller oh level, just the herd, student body showing up, the, the band showing up more and more. The and band
2: is doing a great job. Yeah. I'm not going to give huge props to the band. The band is doing what they got to do. They're dancing, they're screaming, they're, they're playing amazing. Um, if we can get the students in with that. The program's just going to go up, I'm telling you. And everybody's going to have fun. We're going to have fun. They're going to have fun. Right. And everybody else is going to have fun watching.
1: Do you When you see other students, you just say, hey, why aren't you coming out? <laughs> oh. People you're in class with, hey, why aren't <laughs> you come out? I what get, are you doing?
2: I get a little mad sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I'll be like, did you make it to the game? No, nah, I had to do Really? Seriously? Really? You couldn't come to the game? How many games have you been to? We at like game 30. I think I've been to like two Okay, we've had like 17 home games. Thanks, call, <laughs> appreciate it. Call them out. Come on now. And if we can get people to the game, man, it's like we got football, and we are a football school. But we're we're starting to become a basketball and a football school now, uh, especially with us winning the Conference USA and football co- winning the bowl game. Um, if we can get both crowds, because we have a we have a pretty good crowd at the at the football games. Yeah. Um, if we can get some of them to come to the basketball game, some but some I'm not gonna lie. I've talked to a lot of people. They don't really know basketball like that. Um, but football, you. Everybody, there's so many people there. What, 60,000 people at right. those games, and we got a solid like seven or eight. It's so.
1: it, it happens in phases, though. Because Absolutely. Marshall used to be a basketball school, and then football picked back up. Absolutely. And then now it's uh, coming back Marshall's around
2: again. All about history, and um, for a while, and ever since you know, you know what happened, those those people who were around at that time have been so loyal to us. They're they're the majority of what we that who come to the games. Um, but, like, I've seen schools, like, I couldn't even tell you what the name's like. The student section is, like, Wofford, I think, is the one I saw. Um, I saw one of their games. One of my friends actually plays for them. Um, I saw one of their games, and they just had a huge student section, and everybody was getting hype. It's just a fun time. If we can get some Mar- Marshall students in there, that would be amazing, man. Shout out to Marshall. Let's let's go. Let's pick it up. We got to get some uh, – We gotta, we need a student section. Absolutely.
1: All right. You heard it. Jansen Williams said uh, he's going to work on his jumper, and you got to work on showing up and watching his jumper. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, got to get back to work because uh, yeah, the summer gotta, internship, gotta uh, you got to go do that thing now. Yeah. So uh, we'll come back, and uh, we'll get your phone calls in. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 on the Miller Lite phone lines. This is The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930.
0: Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
1: Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the show today, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, tune in, We're on Spotify as well. Wherever you get your podcasts is where you can find today's edition of The Drive. And, of course, you can always tune in live right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So uh, in a few minutes, we're going to go over uh, some of the players that have been picked up in the draft. That's right. Major League Baseball draft continues. And starting to see some movement Thundering Herd players are getting picked up, so we'll run down that list in a few minutes. Uh, We're uh, trying to get everybody that's uh, been picked up, and it looks like that um, the latest pickup, and we'll put this in the complete list in a minute, uh, Joshua Shapiro picking up uh, draft spot. He was picked up with the uh, 1,033rd pick, 31st round, Uh, I'm sorry, 34th round. So, with the uh, pick in the 34th round, the Brewers select Joshua Shapiro. And uh, that is uh, big. And of course, uh, earlier today, I think the big pickup probably was from the uh, Athletics selecting Elvis Peralta. So they pick him up with the 794th pick of the 26th round. So we'll go over all of those picks uh, when we continue with today's edition. Plus, we'll get your phone calls in. 877 420 Talk 877 so uh, we've got to take one more break so let's go ahead get that out of the way we come back we'll have plenty of time to wrap up the show when we continue with this edition of the drive
0: you're listening to the drive with paul swan the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm putting the list together.
1: I've got three so far. I just wanted to double-check all my work, make sure that I was telling you correctly. And so the stuff, um, you find out when you find out. And just a few minutes ago in the 34th round, uh, the Brewers selected Joshua Shapiro. So he is... Um, in the system now. He's a Brewer, right? So good job for him. And then the 794th pick earlier today, 26th round, the Athletics selected Elvis Peralta, my favorite baseball player. And then the Cincinnati Reds select Ryan Leach uh, on the 30th round, 894th overall. So the Herd having some players uh, getting selected here, that's good. I think more than anything, you're seeing guys who are at Marshall University in baseball, a program that could be on the verge right now. And we've said this several years now. Jeff Wagner, he does the most he can with probably the least, and that's improved. He's got a facility coming he can recruit to the next couple of years. Again, we've talked about that. I'm not going to rehash it all. But here's another sign that things are looking good. You've got some kids. You've got some prospects. You've got some players that could find their way on a major league roster one day. And Shapiro's one of them. Also, you get a kid that could make his way in the red system with Ryan Leach. So the Marshall commit gets in the system now. And you also have a guy who I think has maybe the best shot is Elvis Peralta, one of the herd heroes. So he makes it with the 794th pick. And I think you're going to see a couple more guys maybe make it. But the good news is here that Scouts are finding these guys and waiting a few years from now. And it probably didn't hurt that they were at least competitive for a few days in the Conference USA tournament, but the scouts are going to find these guys. And really, once you get into the system, it's a lot different in baseball. There are a lot more guys. There are a lot more opportunity, but still a lot more guys that are vying for spots. And if you get into the system, with baseball – A guy like Shapiro can get in the system, and he can work his way into maybe a major league spot. You just don't go to the major leagues right away. Unlike the NFL, which the NFL, the minor league system for the NFL, that's college football. That's the minor league system for the NFL. And the minor league system for the NBA, it's not the developmental league. It's not that. It's it's college basketball. That's the minor league system for the Thundering Herd and all other teams trying to win here. They're also, in a sense, a de facto minor league system for, for college, pro. That's what it is. It's, it's the minor league system. Now, you've got different avenues, though. Like I said, baseball, different avenues. Hockey, you got different avenues as well. You know, a kid doesn't have to go play college basketball he can maybe find avenue overseas, but it's a lot harder to go that route. If you want to play professional football, you're, you're playing college football. And you're not guaranteed a spot on a pro roster, but if you want to go play professional football, you, you better be good enough to play college football. If you want to play baseball, yeah, sometimes you can bypass college. I think more and more you're, you're seeing kids that are, are going through college it's been that way for a long time now. Same thing with hockey. I think college has become a better option for a lot of players' development. And it's just a situation where, hey, if you're going to recruit now, you got the new stadium to recruit to. You've got a kid and Shapiro you can say, hey, you, know, you could be the next Shapiro. You could be the next Elvis Peralta. You could be that guy. You come in here. Because now – Now, I haven't seen the rest of the Conference USA for today. I know there are several players that have been picked up in earlier rounds, but I haven't seen the complete list since yesterday. But if if you look at the first two days of the MLB draft, you got eight players picked up. At least. And if you look overall... So you, you see Southern Miss, you see Florida Atlantic, you see Middle Tennessee. So here's, um, through 24 rounds, this is what the Conference USA list looked like. You had a first rounder, a second rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, one fifth rounder, two sixth rounders, a seventh rounder, and then you had 11th rounders, one thirteenth rounder, Someone in the 14th, someone in the 17th, the 18th, 21st, 23rd. And then you look at uh, today and you see where Marshall's at. You get a 26th rounder in Elvis Peralta. And then you get Shapiro picked up in the 34th round. And then you get Leach who was picked up in the 30th round. You're getting a lot of kids who really are starting to find their way. And, yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, Marshall's going to find their way on the list here. But at the same time, look at these schools. Southern Miss, Rice. I mean, Western Kentucky cracked round three. But it's really Southern Miss. It's Rice. It's FIU. It's Florida Atlantic. Sprinkling of UAB. And... Right in the middle of all this, uh, in the 11th round, Old Dominion. So Marshall's on the list now. So we'll see more, hopefully, from Conference USA. And that's all good. You want Marshall to play in one of the best conferences in baseball, and that is Conference USA. Now, I'll say this. The the draft has been kind of interesting over the last few days, I'm actually been a little bit more interested in it than I have been in the past. And again, you, know, you got Marshall coming off a, a a pretty solid showing. You got West Virginia coming off one of their best seasons ever. So there's a lot more interest, I think, in the draft than there has been, at least uh, from my mind, my point of view, across the state. We actually have a reason, we got a reason to tune in and watch uh, some of the draft. We actually have a reason to to keep an eye on things because you you got a lot of kids from West Virginia now, Marshall. You got kids that are are being picked up, and that's fun. It's it's more fun than the NFL draft these last few years. I'll say that. Of course, here in a few years when we're watching the NBA draft and being called Jansen Williams from Marshall, just saying if you're paying attention in there. And both you guys aren't even. Okay, you should see these two right now. I should take a photo. Of, I'm making it so hard for you guys in there. You both in there are just leaning back in your chairs. You're both on your smartphones. Are you texting each other, Gabriel? I thought you were in there teaching, training, showing Jansen the ropes here instead. What are you doing? You're in there. You're texting. You're, you're, are you playing Candy Crush? Um, I'm not repeating that. Carry on then. Okay, you, I'm not it's repeating. It's a good life. What's that? It's a good life in it, here. It's a good life in there. I mean, come on. I thought you were teaching him how to do the job. He knows. He knows how to do the job. Okay. All right. We'll find out. We'll find out next week when he's by himself in here. We'll find out. But uh, okay, um, I can't repeat what they told me off air. What they were doing. Um, They're college kids. We'll leave it at that. You can join the program as well. Put these two to work. You can join the program by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255, the Miller Lite phone lines. Miller Lite, hold true great taste. Only 96 calories, the original light beer. Game three coming up tonight, Toronto Raptors at the Golden State Warriors. And... The series is tied one game apiece. It's going back or actually is going to Golden State so this will be the first time uh, in this series that it's been at Golden State. 9 o'clock tonight. West Coast game of course on ABC. You can listen to it on our sister station. Cat Sports 93-3 and thirteen forty. I would ask our esteemed basketball intern who he's got in this game tonight who he's rooting for but I don't know if he has a pick. Okay, I'll take. I'll take that. I mean, I-, I don't know. You know, can I ask you who you think is going to win? Is does that violate an NCAA rule or something? You got to teach me here. Am I, am I breaking <laughs> rules by saying, "Hey, who are you taking?" I, I honestly don't think so. Okay, honestly, I, I mean, know I, why I-, I know the rules was, are you can't crazy. you can't gamble, you can't bet or anything. But if I ask you who you think is going to win, does that don't break <laughs> the mic in there? I- I honestly, Jackson. don't.
2: Okay.
1: Oh i am I'm Raptors. Go Raptors. Go Raptors. All the way. Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Absolutely. Man. Jumping on the Kawhi Leonard bandwagon. Wait, wait a minute. Whoa, I've whoa, his, whoa.
2: I've been on his bandwagon since he was at the Spurs. Okay. Great defensive player.
1: Yeah. And yeah, go Kawhi. Go Raptors. Okay, so you're you're tired of Golden State. You're over it. Oh, I'm over it. Over it. What if they draft you? What if they pick you up uh free agent? I'm going. Okay, I'm fair enough. Going. Just over it until they hire you. Absolutely. All right. Are you watching the Stanley Cup too? I'm not a big,
2: not a big hockey.
1: You better learn, Lassa. Uh, a big n- hockey guy. Yeah. For next week or so, you better learn. I need to. I got a lot of friends that are, honestly. But yeah, I'm, you're gonna I'm, be bored. I check it out. You're gonna be bored if you listen to me next few days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, come on now, you're great to listen to, man. Come on now.
1: Okay, I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, Stanley Cup is uh, coming up. But uh, we've got Toronto and Golden State coming up tonight, and that's gonna be on our sister station, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Of course, carrying Pirates baseball, so you can catch all of that action on Cat Sports three and thirteen forty. Okay. Uh, while Jansen and Gabriel are working on Jansen's shot because it's being pushed back to twenty-two feet and one and three-four inches. You two, just free time. You guys, you can spot for him. You can rebound for him. Gabriel. He, he'll be shooting. He's gonna have to step back further than twenty-two feet, though. He um, he made the trash can shot earlier in the studio, and I'm thinking that's like. S- Four feet, three feet, two feet, maybe he made that shot. So he's got a ways to go. I, I can't wait to hear what Dan has to say. Dan's probably loving it right now, and um, yeah, Bennett's probably loving it as well because now people will be out of his way. He can just go in there, use his uh, his athleticism. The big man can use his athleticism and go in and. All of a sudden, we can say, look, Marshall's got an inside-outside game. No, it's it's not that. It's just they're playing their basketball, and teams are just guarding the wrong guy now. All right, coming up uh, tomorrow on the program, it is Thursday, and we'll have reaction from the NBA. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll look ahead to the Stanley Cup, and uh, hopefully we've got a few more players who are going to be picked up for the uh, MLB draft. And I'm checking right now. That's the thing. We do this show live, so um, I usually try to get this stuff to you as it happens. And uh, let's see. I don't have anybody else uh, picked up. So right now um, it's uh, Shapiro, it is um, Peralta, and it's Leach. So those are your three right now picked up. Uh, More on the way, and we'll go over all of that tomorrow on the show as well as recap last night's – when it'll be last night, when we are on the air tomorrow, we'll recap the Toronto loss to Golden State. Again, seeing if they're paying attention in there. They're not paying attention. You guys, I know what you two are doing in there. Just show me your picture in a minute. That's all I'm going to say. Gosh. You can see the show's going off the rails. It's summer. The show's gone off the rails again. So um, don't forget, you can catch any part of the program tonight. Uh, You can listen on demand on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn. We're also on Spotify. You can find us there. And do me a favor, subscribe to the program. So if you would, that would be very helpful. You subscribe. That means it improves our metrics. Metrics are a thing. We like the metrics. We're not switching to the metric system, but we like the metrics. On this program, Uh, downloads, metrics, streams, those are all very important. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. For our producers in tandem tonight, uh, one Gabriel Sellers, one Jansen Williams. I'm Paul Swan. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.